practice, jerk practice. Yavel bang. Jerk practice show. Yeah, how do you mix it? Night court. Uh, Night Cortress, welcome to a crossover pod. That was bad. That was <laughs> yeah, weak. No. Everybody just turned it off. <laughs> you, you you smucked it up already. Did you hear that jerk practice crossover? Yeah, I heard about the first three seconds. It's uh, it's emblematic of the whole situation. They're talking about that shit show Night Court. Hey, welcome Horn the Daylift to there we go. a very special edition of Have a Good Night Court Jerk Practice please, Podcast wait. crossover. You got to say, please rise. And then while everyone's rising, <laughs> that's how you'd mix them both. <laughs> jerk Practice Night Court together, standing oh, parties. Well, no, no. If you're going to really do a real jerk practice, it's please rise, be seated, sneak under the audio podcast metaphorical whoopee cushion. Raspberry. Hashtag me don't. <laughs> Casey, I should I should I should preface this for us and for the audience. Me don't happens in about three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. We're so, forward thinking. Let them let them salivate over that one, baby. Uh so yeah, here we are. This is a jerk practice and night court crossover. It's the same doesn't matter. It's the same it, people. It doesn't. It's a special episode because we're not talking about an episode of night court let's be honest because there's uh, a good reason why too because you live the dream living the life but with us as always is district attorney ash van Gehring. welcome welcome Hello. nice to see you thank you she brought a baby bull with her no horn <laughs> that's horn Selma. it's horn yeah little Selma. oh she is horn selma hacker jr she's possessed by the ghost of selma hacker Oh, did Selma die? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't get much sleep last night. My baby was up all night with her smoker's cough. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a baby. It's like Roger Rabbit, that baby that smokes the stogie. It's like, oh, my baby smokes two packs a day. Did anybody, was anybody else, like, I was really discur- disturbed, but not only disturbed, but like really scared of that. Um, pulling back of the curtain, so to speak, that beginning part of Roger Rabbit when they have the baby cartoon, yeah, and then oh. the baby breaks and it's revealed and he puts the stogie. Like I saw that movie in the theater. I remember what row I was sitting in. I remember at that moment going like, "Here we go." I don't think I have the constitution for this. I I think the moment for me in that movie was when the they melt the cartoons. Oh, oh yeah. the bad. That was that was kind of horrifying, but yeah, the baby was definitely uh whoa. Ayo. Christopher Lloyd does not get enough credit as like that's one of like the cl- for me like top 10 top 5 like villains. Oh yeah. Great. Because he's horrifying in Roger Rabbit. He just doesn't like fun. No, because he's a, spoiler alert, he's a toon. He is a toon. Did he have eyes like this? <laughs> he's a toon in man skin. Can you, uh, is that worthy spoiler? Did we just ruin somebody's day? <laughs> yeah, probably. Harvey's. All right, I'll bleep it, I'll bleep it. <laughs> Are Roger I Rabbit spoilers? It. it can't be, because we're about to spoiler our, this is our crossover. 
As we it were talking about before, when, when Urkel takes a jetpack from Family Matters and crash lands into the neighboring, just the ten of us. Does he, does, does, does Steve Urkel, cra- oh, real quick, to my right, oh, oh. is it my right? To my right, we got special guest, but also returning guest and founding member of Have a Good Night Court. Yeah, it was there. Jetpack connoisseur. J- yeah, of course. <laughs> Jetpack connoisseur. Urkel hater. Uh, societal Ooh. structurist falling into the heteronormative <laughs> norms. Heteronormative norm. Uh, I don't know where any of that's coming from. We're, we're in night court. We're seeing a lot of systemic situations happening. Uh, I can't think of what's a what's a courtroom term. I'm really trying to dig myself out here, Henning. I'm telling was you. I before? Bailiff. The bailiff? Just another bailiff? How Don't ba- you already have a bailiff? It's Henning. It's always been Henning. It's just me, baby. Oh, just Henning's the bailiff. We're doing a day sesh. Oh, we are He's in the, the day, day sesh. You're right. Day sesh to talk about the night. Court. All right. And no spoilers because I feel like the bailiff and the night weirdo actually went to night court that's why we're here thank you we meandered but we got there the reason we're bringing you this very special cross ep- crossover episode of night court is because yes indeed henning and dr h toilet finally went to night court we i'm did this, so excited we did this last <laughs> night henning you took extensive notes though i don't see them out did you forget your notes i forgot them and he forgot his notes. Oh, and no. if you see my notes, they're written on a goddamn matchbook, just like they should be. <laughs> That's what I thought. I, was like, you I thought that too. I was like, why is he fiddling around Does with Hans a matchbook? Does have book? old matches? Like, you don't even smoke anymore. No. So you found a matchbook to take notes on. That's it's so even funny. worse than a matchbook because it's. One of those things you get at a bar that's meant to look at a ma- look like a matchbook, but it's little oh. pieces of paper to write down chicks' numbers. Oh, with, with nudie pictures? Is yeah. that a Tijuana Bible? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. Is that Mae West Be- having sex with Mickey Mouse? Before we start, I have a really quick question. I saw the picture that I'm sure will be posted of you in front of the cafeteria. Obviously, it's amazing. But is it true? Did I see a sign that said closed? Not only is it closed, hmm. it's closed forever. Because somebody <gasps> ripped off the number and hour hands on the will be opening soon at. Somebody Stop just ripped it, it off. That's so it's amazing. always closed. It's haunted. It's Timeless. a haunted cafeteria. So this is like, it, it's like the ski lodge in The Shining? That's fabulous. Exactly. Just the ghosts of Bull Shannon and Harry. I was, I was just going to say, Harry? that's where Selma Diamond is. Just having it one of us. One. Oh, that's not even Smoking cigarettes. Grabbing Red Skelton's butt cheeks. That's mm-hmm. Casey. The Henning said as we walked by the cafeteria, he said, you smell smoke? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, October, special crossover episode. Ghost cigarettes. So, Henning, mm. yesterday we decided to go to night court. Real deal night court. Yeah. We when make did our it way. start? All right, so night court goes... From 5.30, and when I tell you 1 a.m. on the button, (laughs) I mean on the goddamn button. I've never seen so many eyes. I haven't seen so many eyes glued to the minute hand on a clock since I was in advanced (laughs) mathematics in seventh grade. 
it was comical at how the yawns that started happening at 1235, the <laughs> eyes starting to meander to over, over to the clock, the judge checking his computer a little more uh, vivaci- vivaciously, a little more uh, voraciously. <laughs> He's got to get to Muldoon's. Uh, spoiler. Yeah. Can I spoiler the judge? No, we'll get to the judge. We'll get to the, I'm, uh, there's disappointments and there's joys. Right, honey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we meet there. Night court goes from 530 till one on the button. I didn't know Henning they had been I, going on for so long before we got there. Yeah. Henny and I showed up at 10, yeah, right? Just 10? rolled in. I the 10 in. Oh, you got a good mm-hmm. amount of time. That's like a prime time shift. Like that's what I used to work. And when Ashley and I first started dating, that was basically her shift at the hotel. Yeah. yeah. She did four to midnight. So it was like. Once that hits, baby, the city is your oyster at one o'clock in the morning. You know, I was thinking the same thing. Like, you got like three hours of fucking hard living, hard loving. Oh, those were those were the days where you knew the bars that stayed open past four o'clock, and then you knew the places that would be open from that. That would let you stay till six. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Like you the knew old the, registers. You knew the morning <laughs> yeah. times, like, and then yeah, you'd be going home at like. 6, 7 a.m. Because, I mean, you and I, we wouldn't go to bed until 7 a.m. most uh-huh. days because that we slept yeah. that morning time. No, we w- there was that great, the first bar that you and I went to in New York City, Hans. Yeah. Actually, is because I remember we were flying in from Minneapolis. We were staying with Timmy and we took like oh, the latest yeah. flight out of Minneapolis. So we got in at like 1230 it was one o'clock when we got to his house and we're like, oh, we're so happy to be in New York. And, you know, Timmy was like, what do you want to do? And we're like, I guess we got to hang out here. And he's like, no, let's go to a bar. And we're like, we can go to a bar? Yeah, exactly. Like we turned in and we're like, we had our night cat, like our n- sleeping caps already yeah, on. We we're like, well, let's yeah. turn in. It's going to be a great morning in New York. He's like, no, people don't go out to like one thirty. which now as a New Yorker who's older. That game's fucking done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, as as parents in Columbus, Ohio, it's like 1145 and we hear people out on a Saturday. We're like, what in the falutin is going on <laughs> outside? Throwing citrus fruits at the youngins on the street? I yeah. was, yeah, no, it's like, is there a riot? It's like, no, it's kids coming home from a game. But it's at one, one time... Account. And last night, Henny and I, night owls, baby, hitting night court, ten o'clock. Ooh, who, I got who my hot, did you see? I got my bubble tea from Kung Fu Bubble Tea, which, by the way, <laughs> the best. Henning loves. Henning knew all about it because he's hip. He's he's woke. Bubble tea. I like bubble tea. <laughs> I went for. Like I got no bubbles because bubbles ain't vegan. By the way, I didn't get an answer on why horse oh, bones, horse flesh, Are horse actually, flesh. I thought they were some kind of tapioca seed. I, I, but it's fish eyes. Tapioca has <laughs> the gelatin in it. They don't add animal. Stuff you to better believe that's pig knuckles, Henning. What do you think those <laughs> bubbles are made <laughs> of? Why would they do that? Pig knuckles. Gastrointestinal <laughs> nugs. Um, <laughs> anyways, I got a bubble tea the same in the same, and it was like the same way. Um, I don't know what would a good example be. Like the first time. A rube saw a moving picture. Like I went in there, I was like, "Huh, that train's about to hit me." I never saw such a tea place in all my life. It was right off Canal Street, and I've never really got. I got a bubble tea once in Minneapolis, so I walked in and I was like, "Yeah, can you do this with almond milk? Sure, no problem." 
And I'm watching. There's this intricate amount of machines behind. I go, huh. <laughs> I, I get a, a green milk tea, it's called. They put it in a little device, put in a machine like a paint mixer, and start mixing it up. I go, that machine mixes it? They're like, yeah, yes, it does. Huh. Watch them. Mix it. Wow, that's a good mix. They're like, just please stop talking, sir. And uh, they bring the tea. They transfer it to a a plastic glass. And this is where they saw, like, they were just like, this guy's from the moon. Because they put it (laughs) under a device that clamps down a plastic seal on top and goes, and like, heat oh, seals yeah. the cover like it's like a fruit cup or a yogurt cup mm-hmm. and i was like you what and i was like so i just <laughs> pierced the top with this straw they're like yeah i was like huh okay and now i've gone done seen everything <laughs> I know. And, and i felt it too i'm not that ashamed i was like god it's like i, I walked like it's like i got a free tour at a yogurt factory you know <laughs> i saw the yo play gets made baby you got that off-white ticket. So I, I, I'm sucking on my milk tea. Henning and I, Henning's already made his way through security. We get through a lot of metal detectors. I'm sorry to tell all you Night Court fans out there, the days of the gallows sneaking in a, a brown bag, <laughs> bottle of the clear Jesus juice is over. You oh, are really? strip searched. Pretty extensive search, right? They made Henning, no helmets for Henning. Made him leave his helmet at the door. And I, I was happy for it. I don't want to carry this in. Good. Thanks, guys. No, it was not ex- as extensive as a a TSA airport thing. But there was a x-ray machine. But you couldn't have brought in a flask? No flask. If it was metal, no. <laughs> Plastic flask, maybe. Oh, my wood flask. I, could, I was just going to say, I was like, we got to invest in a wood flask. The old butt crack shaped wood flask. Oh, like a like a butt plug kind of flask? Just shove a it up A drinking horn. A dr- Just stick it. <laughs> That's what we call it. Hey, is that a butt plug full of liquor? No, it's a wooden <laughs> drinking horn. You uh, nerd. Get do with you have it. nothing of culture? Jeez. Want to sip? Oh, let me wipe this rim off here. No pun intended. It's a lamb's bladder full of gin. <laughs> get with it. This is night court. So we we make our way in and Henning, I was telling Henning after the fact, I was like, I was pretty anxious about asking because I'm just bad around authorities after all the trouble I've been in. <laughs> like I thought when I was like, um, yeah, so I'm just here to watch Night Court. They were like, why do you want to just watch? Are you guilty, guilty. of one of these crimes? <laughs> you coming back to the scene of your crime? But Henning asked. Uh, uh, this is the interrogation going wrong in your head. Didn't no, you I ask? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Didn't you ask exactly like where's night court? What do I, where do I go if I want to obs- audit a night court? Was audit, it that yes. succinct? Was it that succinct? I thought <laughs> yes. you just said where's night court. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was in my head. <laughs> you were high on your bubble tea. Yeah. I guess so. Cuz I was Henny like had his drinking Henny. horn. That would have get gotten the the Raised eyebrow, I feel. I put it in the word audit, so I Smart. wouldn't get that. Smart. That's the reason we got yeah. in. So we're directed. Here's your first. <laughs> here's your first revelation, night quarters, my fellow night weirdos. Night court is two courts. You can go to Whoa. misdemeanor court or felony court. <sighs> Spice. Two options. Go. You go left. Go misty. To the end, end of the long you hall. Go right. 
And do you want yeah. mild or extra picante? Which yeah, pill exactly. did you guys take? Well, I'm asking you. What do you think we went into? We we sampled. I mean, I do felony. We sampled both. I would do. I would. I no. You know what? I would do misdemeanor because I bet they're more interesting. That's true. Yeah. And you'd get more a variety. More the of a felony tr- would be, I would imagine, a longer pretty debate. Pretty dry, yeah. Misdemeanor would be more classic night court, like, yeah. he stole my scooter. You guys are- <laughs> She pooped on my car. You guys are-, are, are you, You'll be very pleased. But okay. we chose felony, though, well, after we're sitting in there, I went- Your train of thought is exactly what Hans thought. Yeah. But, once we were in felony, I went, but wait I, a minute. But I insisted. Yeah. I wanted- the real stuff. But no, <laughs> but eventually you're right. <laughs> Spoilers. Carla right. B is real hitting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we went to felony because that's the the first instinct is like, I'm it's juicy. Shit. Yeah, that's, that's juicy. Yeah. But night court thinking goes, wait a minute. <laughs> Hooking ain't no felony. Scalping tickets, no. wink, ain't no felony. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Uh, scalping tickets outside of Madison Square Garden ain't hey, no man. felony. <laughs> So what, is that a Mac? That's no, that's not Mac. That's, that's Mac the misdemeanor. That's straight up uh, stereo. That's a, a an impersonation of a character from Night Court that got caught scalping tickets. It's not spicy because oh. it's just the way he sounded. But he Hans was and I can't up. not make it sound spicy, right? Because as it should coming out of our yeah, mouths. that's not how he sounded. <laughs> hey man, I ain't spicy. That's how it sounded. Hey man, you want Mel Torme tickets? I got them. <laughs> Oh, he's trying to scalp too, Harry. Well, you'll, Henning, you're behind on the yeah. episodes. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> um, we we hit felony court, right, Hen? We walk on in. Felonies, give me the hard stuff. Do you feel a little? Uh, is it a little interesting that we walk in there and we're the only two people in the gallows? <laughs> right. That's what I was gonna say. I was literally gonna start with set the scene for me. Tell me about the people in the gallows. Never mind. Well, one was tall with glasses, <laughs> and one was not as tall with glasses, and a ball cap. And it was holding a bubble tea. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So many interesting ball, things you're saying. Uh, we sit in there, and obviously there had been what, a recess, right? Yeah, that's what made me thought we got we were there at the beginning. No one was there. No one was there except for ha- nobody in the gallows, too right? Too early. We'll set the scene. We walk into a very big courtroom right Henning pretty bare huge huge but huge very compared to what you see on the sitcom yeah it's not there's no ornate elements to it whatsoever very utilitarian utilitarian so like, is a good word like OJ style like it's just a room with yes where shit happens yes with the separation between the gallows and the court or uh, the 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 business aspect of it uh, separated by the rattiest of rope <laughs> barriers I've ever seen. I was like, this is a government building. This is New York court. This is the courthouse on 100 Center Street. And they have the same rope that Thomas Jefferson blessed in <laughs> 1789, held together with the gnarliest inside-out sticky duct tape, literally tape. <laughs> Tape or uh, a rubber band around the clasp that you clasp the oh, uh, the the rope to connect right. because people were sick of pulling the lever because everybody feels <laughs> so goddamn important they got to walk through that rope a million times. Yeah. I, I so it was a rope. 
a it's, rope. It wasn't like the seat belt. No, style. it was a rope style, like a, a braided rope. Not a nice well, bank tensor barrier. No, no. Uh, I'll say really quickly that that's very much in line with what I feel all of New York court type of things encapsulates because you see it on TV shows and movies and you read it in books and it, it, the the idea of eloping and getting married at City Hall in New York oh, City yeah, is a yeah. very romantic type right. of idea like you know what let's just go do it let's and I you know, Casey and I debated it uh, for a very long time because we didn't have a proper wedding and we were like oh we'll do it in Brooklyn and so on and so forth I had the pleasure slash just uh, requirement of of being a witness for a couple that got married at City Hall. And we went and I was so excited. I was like, this is going to be so romantic. It's going to be so fun. Mm -hmm. It's like the movies. Holy shit. That is just uh, like a cattle call. Hot dog factory. People, oh, yeah. the <laughs> people, the people getting married are dressed up. Like some are, some aren't. Obviously, there's not a dress code, but the people that are working in city hall just look like they've been working there for 20 years. They're miserable. It smells. It's fluorescent lighting. It's not exactly like you said. It's not ornate. Like you have a hallway with a really nice tile, and they're like, "Oh, you go in this room," and you're like, "Oh my goodness!" And you go in, and it's just like paint chipping room with like ratty ass '80s carpet. It's yeah, still a picture of Mayor Lindsay from the '60s. It's a bit horrifying, and that's the wardrobe and the setting of the glamorous day court. Wait till <laughs> yeah. we tell you the uh, the costumery. What's coming out oh, of the closet so of these pumped. guys? Their best jeans. Let's just start it that way. Um, uh, so, all right, we sit in there. We we kind of observe, right? It's utilitarian, but I'm going. I'm picturing night court, right? I'm trying to see, like, Maybe. all right, this side's the DA. This side's the. I'm I'm picturing mm. my head. I'm right. trying to place. So, it, are, are you the only people there right now? Like, is there a bailiff? Is there a janitor like is there are you just alone in a room there's a, a naked guy who thinks he's invisible there's a f no 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 there's a few people milling about that are meant to be there um a couple people dress like cops um beyond the rope i, I, lo I love dress like, like are they cops <laughs> or are they cops? i question people this. in halloween I costumes this. Uh, uh, so there's people milling about and then people start to come in sitting around us yeah we're and, the only ones in the gallows yeah but then the gallery, as I as it's appropriate, as called, it's correctly Penny. called, still um, still wrong. Uh, court. Families start milling in, and then a little bit of a realization oh, hits please. me that we need to have some sense of respect here as well, right? Because these are real mm -hmm. people's lives, and not that yes. I anticipated us like <laughs> like laughing or anything, because there's nothing <laughs> funny about what we saw criminal wise, other than maybe somebody yeah. scalping tickets, man. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I'm innocent, man. I tell you. But everything was like, let me just put like the uh, and Henning. I think you can back me up here. Like the the out on Front Street reality, all is literally other than that one case, and they might have brought it into it. Every single case in Night Court deals with drugs mm -hmm. that are possessed by either black or brown people. Is that correct? Sure. Is that like a 100% fair assessment? Yeah, we had Jesus. one out of 30, I guess. We had one white guy who was on methadone. Oh, yeah. But that guy was Italian. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He is definitely Stop not it. white. Stop it. 
Excuse for more inclement. I love that Hans was about to be so progressive in well, like what Italian. he learned, and then he and then he goes, "Yeah, but that guy was Italian." He's he like his, calzones. His his first name was Sacco, and his last name was Vanzetti. <laughs> Fucking Irish Day Parade. Um. All right, so I'm woke. Anyway, so there's a reality of the situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. The families start coming in, okay? And then what happens, Henning? The as I let me play, set up the 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 image. So picture night court. Real night court, by the way, is not one. It is one DA, but she doesn't sit mm-hmm. at a desk across from another the the defense attorney's desk. She stands mm-hmm. at a podium, facing the judge to the side. And she handles all the cases, but she just stands there, reads out very um, legal ease each right. case. Just says what the case against the guy is and uh, off to the side. Yeah, I didn't even know who was talking for a long yeah. while. She oh, just delivers it like looking down wife. at her computer yeah, the whole good time. Good wife and night of. Yeah, good wife for yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, a sh- show called The Good Wife. Okay. And it was just and it's a court drama and it's about a law firm. But they do have scenes, which now is funny that we're talking about she it. She basically gets demoted, so she doesn't go to real court. She Essentially, goes to night court. She, it's not night court, but it's just like low bonds, like public defender type court. Right, right. But it's, like, it's, like, it's of- like that. Like, it's just like I said it earlier with the weddings, but it's a cattle call. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's it. So the DA walks in. She walks past us, well, gives first- us a stink eye. First, you're skipping past the first notable thing that happened, which is, uh, yeah. She's in. She It's not happened yet. Oh, no? Nope. She comes in. She sets herself up. So I'm setting the scene. One more, um, The what you guys probably know from The Good Wife, not Night Court Life. There is not one defense attorney. It's a series of yeah. rotating right. court-appointed attorneys mm-hmm. that are... They should have been sitting with us in the gallows. Am yeah. I way, way correct on that? A lot of them did. Can I get a side gig as a defense attorney at night court were, is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> they were in a little corral most of the time till it was their turn to come up. <laughs> Henning was taking... Henning was taking notes and finally started objecting by the end of the night, just going like, no. (laughs) Henning's the Clarence Darrow of Night Court. (laughs) Let's just say at one point Henning went, or or one of us went, which one's the Dan Fielding? And the response was, ah, they were were looking rough. (laughs) Not the primest of propers, if you will. So they start setting up, and then a gentleman... Was he in court by then? The judge, you mean? Yeah. I, the, my timeline's messed up now. If I, if we got, he, so he didn't co- look yeah. like a judge, of course. So, so it's hard to tell. The timeline's messed up because what happens, as always happens with me, is I can't be in a room. I'm too much of a rube. It's written across my forehead <laughs> before getting yelled at because what happens? It goes hat, hat. I look. I'm looking around. <laughs> this. Some guy, some guy here's named Hat. That's hilarious. <laughs> Here with the hat. I had to remove my hat, and I was like the only. It wasn't one in just there. one person, by the way. It Everybody, it, everyone behind the rope and in the gallows, hat <laughs> started hat. pointing to their. And hat then all the drinking horns fell out from underneath the hats and toupees. Exactly. <laughs> and we're surmising that the reason I didn't realize is because. Um, I'm, this is a sad one, right, Henning? I guess. Hmm? 
There's no please rise or right. be seated in night court. And because there was no oh, indication that what? the judge had come up. And he, he just sat down. He looked like a regular guy. No robes. Because did Harry like besmirch the, the, the beauty of being a judge? Did he take it down? Do people not care about night court judges anymore? Apparently this judge didn't care so much that he doesn't even wear a goddamn robe. He wore a purple <laughs> silk shirt and a goldy tie. What? Oh. Yuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is he, a high school mascot? He Gross. looked like he taught uh, oh, advanced shit. mathematics. He, I was just going to say, yeah, he's a Watertown arrow. Yes, oh, I know it. I, I, I made that comment. I can't like purple and gold. <laughs> to myself, because Henning doesn't get the reference. <laughs> so, of course. So, I have my matchbook. Uh, as the, I'm, t- I'm looking down at my matchbook, drawing tattoo ideas for Henning, as I'm told to remove my hat. Mm-hmm. And uh, Felony Night Court is now in session, to which Henning basically points over to one of the defense attorneys... And he's picked his horse, let's say. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And Henning's horse is from the- A guy named Horse. From the externs. A good old country looking Matlock lawyer. No way. Oh, yeah. Dangly old man ears, crazy (laughs) eyebrows, fresh locks of white hair. Looks super (laughs) confused. Super confused as to where he is. The gnarliest. If you thought people didn't care about their appearance at wedding court, I had to point out this guy's <laughs> shoes to Henning. I said, Henning, Henning. I wrote down, I said, look at Matlock's shoes. And I'm not, a, I don't, I don't, I'm not judging people. But you don't judge people based on their footwear. No. I will say that about you. You're not a sneakerhead. I'm not a sneakerhead. But I will tell you this I've been told that. If I come at restaurant jobs, at no consequence jobs, I've been told because I don't replace my clothing there because I'm not going to spend my money at a job I hate. But I've been told on no less terms, if you come back wearing those shoes tomorrow, don't put on your vest because we're not going to let you work here. (laughs) And my shoes looked like the original Michael Jordans. They looked like they should have been behind glass compared to this guy's shoes. I just looked over. They were those ratty mesh sketcher shoes that are all oh, black God. that you yeah. get away with wearing at a restaurant because they're sneakers, but they're all black. They kind of look like loafers. You got to do it for comfort and support. That's what I wear to work. Black running look, shoes. Yes. They look like slippers. Loafers. I was, was going to say it, but I was like, oh, my God, those are Casey's work shoes. <laughs> they are. They were I'm mine, too. Like- but this guy wishes he had the quality. Henning's right. They looked like... Slippers. Slippers. And the, <laughs> you know, when you walk, this guy had a funny, like, staggering walk. Yeah. That when you walk on a certain part of your foot, that part of the sole of the shoe wears away. This guy had, this guy might as, this guy wore his sketchers down to stilettos, basically. They were so <laughs> ratty. There was like nothing left. He wasn't walking on the sole anymore. He was so si- pigeon toed. Sides, right? Yeah. They were horrendous. And he had his suit pant tucked into one of his socks. Oh, yes. This guy was good. But he wasn't. I like, it's it's no judgment, but just a question over under, like, how much did he weigh? Uh, He wasn't. Like was he lanky? I, I, he's either to he's me pretty... in my mind's eye, he's either really lanky or obese. No, yeah. um, picture literally Matlock's body. 
short and squat. Okay. Yeah, okay. He's so Matlock's yeah. exact Andy body Griffith. type. So just slouchy. like stooped and average. And he couldn't get fat because his biggest concern of the night was somebody to make change for him for the vending machine and nobody would do it. He was so <laughs> concerned. <laughs> He's like, like somebody was close. He was trying to get changed for a five. Someone was close. He was close. Somebody, he wanted change for a five and somebody could offer him $4 and like 25 cents. He was like, you got to be kidding me. No deal. In a city, one of the world cities where there's a fucking bodega on every corner, Go buy a pack of gum and get changed for your five. Oh, they, or they just were. ask them for change. Or go to the bodega and get what you need exactly. for cheaper. You buy your milk duds at the bodega. <laughs> this guy was asking, he asked one of the bailiffs. By the way, uh, another disclaimer, there's more than one bailiff, but I'll tell you about the sweetest of bailiffs. There's more than oh one bailiff. While cases were going on, he was meandering over to like, <laughs> yeah. A court reporter and asking for change for this five dollars. <laughs> he was he was wandering all over the place. He was a wanderer, man. At some point, he he got up all the way to the judge and realized it wasn't his case and went just yes. waddled on back. What? Yes, <laughs> night court is not organized, you guys. In very, fact, I mean, neither we, is ours. Oh yeah, it's basically our podcast in reverse. We're the mirror of real night court. They're like, can we just get like the judge is literally like, are we finally just getting to this case now after the intro? Bailiff, wait, wait, keep it how do together. we start this? I don't care how much you like Stranger Things. Get to it. So, anyways, uh, are you ready for us to call the first case, Henning? Uh, sure. So the bailiff who I love in felony court. And the reason I love him is because he's probably like 45, would you say, Henning? 40, mm-hmm. 45? Mm-hmm. Tough dude. The bailiffs in night court now wear um, bulletproof, bulletproof vests. So they have like that tough wow. look. And he's all sleeved out. But it's my favorite thing that tough guys do from the neck down is in order to call his docket, he puts on his yes! dainty oh. reading glasses. <laughs> Puts on his reading glasses, the tip of his nose, looks at his folder, docket 4075, Ramirez, and then I, and then from there on, he, he had me at reading glasses on the tips of his nose. The first case is called. So you're saying we could do a gritty reboot of something called Night Court starring Steven Seagal? Oh, yes. Bulletproof vest bailiff? Oh, yeah. Little dangly. It's just under siege, but in a court. <laughs> exactly. This guy is so good. He did the dangle, but also the uh, like thumbs oh, in the yes. in the jacket all the time. He kept the thumbs oh. behind Suspend. the breast of the vest. Yeah, yeah. Like pushing out his That's how you know. Vest. He's not going to hack it. Yeah. If that's not your second skin, sorry, dude. Um, all right. First case is called. Uh, we have... The, the scene is set. We have our court reporter set. There's a little hustle and bustle, but they've also been like the bailiff made the announcement, like no talking in the gallows. He used the word gallows, right, Henny? <laughs> he did. And um, <laughs> it's official now. And I feel like like early on, like before, like court loosened up a bit. But early on, I was like, put your fucking cell phone away. Like they're going to end up locking me up. Mm. And the reason I'm going to be there, they're going to go, why are you here again? I'm going to go. I like Night Court. We have a Night Court podcast. There you go. Fucking send him with the sodomites. Like, that's it. You're going to be going, hat, hat. Exactly, yeah. 
what do we got here? We got old hat, fellas. Oh, look at this guy. He likes to wear his hat in court, huh? <laughs> Bend him over. <laughs> but they won't get in because I'll have my drinking horn already Your drinking there. drinking horn. Somebody's going to bend their dick trying to get me. <laughs> That's how you win him over. <laughs> hey, what am I? I struck gold, a drinking horn. <laughs> With my, uh, what's that called when you're looking for water with that old crinkly stick? Divining rod. Divining Divining rod. rod. Yeah. (coughs) Cool, I'm going to drink this moonshine and then carve a swastika into his butt cheeks. (laughs) Exactly. Jesus. You know what? We're all getting butt cheeks carved in our... (laughs) We're all getting... getting It's a meta tattoo. What's that tattoo on your butt cheek? Oh, it's a set of butt cheeks getting a tattoo of a swastika. (laughs) Wow, man. (laughs) Um, so, oh, by the way, we're all getting swastikas carved into our butt cheeks if we get one of these defense, these court appointed attorneys. <laughs> oh my God. Um, all right. So, first case is called, and let me think. It's a weapons possession, but also they, it's pretty clear they don't care about that. What's really important is the possession of an eighth of weed. What? Weapons trump the eighth of weed? You're in felony court? Yeah, we're in felony. That was my reaction to it. Are we in the right room? This is a felony? Come on. An eighth? Dude got picked up. The guy had a weapon. And only an eighth? It was a a knife. uh, uh, There was a few knives we were dealing with. Um, Was this one a box cutter? I don't think so yet. This wasn't the box cutter. Although it was on the same corner. It's probably the same incident. He mentioned the the corner that he got picked up on, and then that corner came up later. We should say that room, the audio is a little rough. Like yeah. it, The audio was hard to to listen to. So, yeah. um, so we caught what we could. And so part of the – it's very succinct because it is arraignment court, and the biggest part of it, wouldn't you say, Henning, is setting bail. And yeah. whether or not they get to leave that night to try and pay bail or not. It's gotcha. arraignment court. Right. Um, but she will say Every, for everyone, certain cases. Everyone gets up and, you know, the bail is set at 15000 or something. The state the state lady says people ask mm-hmm. for a bail of 15000 Then the, mm-hmm. defend, the defender? The defense attorney? The defense attorney comes up and says, Your Honor, I recommend we... You let him go on his own recognizance. That's every gotcha. That's how every case. every case. So yeah, and here's the reasons. Yeah, as you said, they're they're bartering for these guys to leave that night or to have to pay a bail to leave that night. Right. Yeah. Where's gotcha. Where's the bail set to get a couple of nights before your actual court date mm-hmm. yeah. of freedom? A couple of nights of freedom. Everyone is uh, well. The options were. Like, by the end of it, the judge was just saying, uh, if it wasn't on your own recognizance, then the bail was, like, halved pretty much every time based on the the judgment <laughs> of the judge. Oh, so would the, the, the prosecutor, they, they shoot high? Big time And then high. go low? Mm-hmm. And that was the argument from all the defense Classic was Classic like, sales move. You go in high, and then you get them where you wanted them to begin with. Right. Yeah. State says bail's a million bucks. Can't get five dollars for his Snickers bar, but <laughs> old Matlock had that <laughs> argument. Can, uh, he make a deal on bail. Uh, uh, yeah, let's. We're talking about bail. Let's go to the comments on the bail. 
This is our first case. We see Matlock. Matlock wanders up. I love it. All right, pin that. Pin that. I want to talk about this first case because part of what the uh, the DA is when people don't know to shut their mouth when they're getting arrested, rights to remain silent. Yeah. Uh, she has what they say, say to the officer. Oh, so yeah, she right. has to repeat like verbatim, like the transcript of what happened between them and the officer. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. So for this first case... The officer pulls the guy over, says, uh, why do you have a knife? These, Mr. Ramirez, uh, Ramirez isn't his name, it's just a fill-in, um, answers, uh, I have a knife because I have a wallet and a cell phone, and this is the neighborhood we're in. Fair enough, Yeah. to paraphrase. But then he's like, do you have any drugs on you? And I love this answer. The guy goes, no, I only got an eighth of weed on me. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't count. I agree. I completely agree too. I just thought that response. I understand was funny. the logic. Yeah. I think I wouldn't say it to a judge. You said it to the yeah, exactly. You would say it to but this judge. See, this judge was. But you cool see, the judge has got silk. <laughs> He's got silk, silk shirt, gold tie. Oh, yeah. You're like that guy. Toots on some J's. He's this, gonna understand. This guy was one magic trick away from uh, Harry Stone. I'll tell you that. <laughs> all the good parts. All uh, the good parts. This guy had a smile that could. Deliver a Christmas present down a chimney. I'll tell you that. He kind of. <laughs> he was a cool judge. Link. Reminded me. No, not Link. the mean. He kind of looked like uh, the uncle, Uncle Phil, believe it or not, who was yeah. also a judge. Yeah, yeah. From Bel Air? Oh, from Fresh Prince? But mm-hmm. he was nicer. He was Uncle Phil in all the touching conclusion moments. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so now not, we're moving not on. the disciplinarian Uncle Phil. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't disciplinarian at all. No, at all. The DA was a jerk. Going along with cool judge, he pretty much sliced every every bail in, in half or more. Or recognizes or, some. Or, yeah, zero. Zero bail. Very and, lenient. And you had to have, like, like the people that um, ended up, like, with bail. Or we're talking bail. So the next case, yeah. Henning's horse is, is coming out of the stable. Oh, Matlock. <laughs> Matlock free, baby. Matlock meanders up to the bench, or the so they deliver off of like a like a a long podium, right in front of the judge, and old Matlock meanders up, and I was like, oh boy, Henning, this might not be the best pick because basically they call the case. His guy comes up next to him, and you basically see him ask his client, like, hey, can you get, get changed for a five? <laughs> <laughs> that was his second question. His first question. His first question might have well has been like, "So what are you charged with?" He was like, "Oh boy, you're not oh, exactly prepared God. here." So as he's the the list is going off, like the DA is saying the list, he is kind of asking like, "His um, he's got a girlfriend. Girlfriend's in the audience over here. Stand up." Right. Yeah, she's outside right now, but um. <laughs> Oh boy! Jesus. So, but basically, he does get this guy's like bail lowered, and his argument with all of his cases was a little like spicy but effective. He's like, "Look at her, everybody, everybody, look at her, look at him." Couldn't even get a dollar together, let alone a thousand dollars for bail. Bail might as well be one million dollars. No different than two dollars. This person can't rub two nickels together. It's like this person's right next to you. Probably feels kind of bad, but that would. I mean, if someone put me in court next to that guy right now, how I looked, he'd be like, "Look at her, look at her." <laughs> That's Pathetic. what he did. Yeah, and it, for the most part, it worked. Um, it was all very shystery lawyer stuff. The court appointed, like 
they really have it's cattle call. So they have files. You can see them off to the side because everything's bustling around you. And like I said, they rotate in. You see them like scouring over the files because their case is next. And they've just now received the file. That's why I'm saying. Oh, yeah. If you mm-hmm. need a public, defend yourself for real. <laughs> defend yourself. There was one a public um, defender who was very young. And literally, I saw the judge roll his eyes because she kept going, um, um, you're on Waste honor. time. Um, um, and I literally saw him roll his eyes and mouth, um, um. Um, come on, get with, like, get on with it. Like, he Billy Madisoned her, basically. Like, today, Junior. Today, Junior. But I was like, oh, my God. Like, her public speaking skills is going to give this guy another week in the clink. And it did. That guy didn't get- Is like, public defense, the hobby? Like, I go to NYU. It's part of our- That's what it felt like. Class. It's the public defense class. Um, No. It's- you go to NYU so you don't have to ever go to night court. I'm saying the defense like that. No, but what I'm like, what oh, I'm I saying see. is, is that this is a, these are the people that probably pass the bar. It's like my cousin Vinny, like You're seven times a charm. CUNY schools? Bar. Ash like, is going on record against CUNY. Ooh, I didn't say cutie. I said my, my cousin Vinny. My scummy alma mater. <laughs> no, I said my cousin Vinny, not cutie. I got my alumni Cuny? card. I can use that shitty gym for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but, you and Matlock down there asking for change. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how close you are on NYU, but on the other side, because I'd say maybe the most salacious case comes up next, Henning. Mm-hmm. Two young ladies, fiery. Voila. Ooh. Yeah. Young, oh, though. Spicy. Um, and they come up with uh, mom, lawyer, MD. That doesn't make any sense. They have uh, <laughs> what I said was- uh, Mom, lawyer, doctor? <laughs> mom, lawyer, the doctor. <laughs> next on NBC. But basically, I just leaned over to Henny and I said, this is what you get when you get your mom's friend to be your lawyer. Because she came up and she basically like uh, Menendez lawyered him. I forget her name. But she's like, look at these two little girls. One just graduated from NYU with honors, with a degree in economics. One, and then she, uh, they both have boyfriends. Boys, stand up, will you? Boys, yeah. stand up. And we're like, what? and then you two stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's us. Hat, Take your hat, hat off. Hat, 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 hat. <laughs> um, so and they're both they're gainfully employed. Gainfully employed. Yeah. That was. Should we run down the like the reasons that. There eventually developed a kind of pattern of what you would say as a defense attorney to get your client the least amount of bail. Right. So they had jobs. Jobs is good. Education is good, live. of course. Boyfriends or family in the gallows. room. yeah. <laughs> you want to be there if you're family. And every time, stand up, guys. Show them that you're Henning's here. working. You, Hans, you're a smart guy. Like, you guys could help these chicks out. Oh, yeah. The um, we could I'm just, hired, I love the idea that the two the... of you are like, wait, what? You got it. Hey, ladies. <laughs> well, the issue is, and, and also, mm-hmm. if, uh, the coming from New York was a, a big one. Oh yeah, having having grown up in New York. If you're a if you were born in New York, you have a way greater chance of getting let off on your own recognizance because they're basically like you're a city hick. You ain't got nowhere They've to go. They've never right. left. You, yeah, left. You got family left. in New York. Yeah, you're exactly. not going anywhere. 
And that so worked. Our, we, that was our fallacy of logic to always thinking about like, I'm going to keep my South Dakota driver's license. Oh, yeah. Because I can get <laughs> out of trouble because I'm not from here. That would the opposite. Yeah, the DA would be like. They're going to escape back to the mountains with the mountain folk they come from as soon as possible. Lock them up with the sodomites. Um, to the point where it was like the state brought up out-of-state connections like a like it's a knock against you and then the defense had to... Well, yeah, it's true. He was he did spend some time in Maryland, but he's got family here now. Like oh, defending, I guess because it's like a flight away risk that. because you're yeah, more yeah. likely to yeah, basically, just run the fuck away. Let's say you, for instance, if you get arrested on something, you know, that, that's not going to put you in the clink right now, like you could get bail. Like cool knife collection? On your own reconnaissance, you can go, you can flee to South Dakota mm. and then they have to spend, they'll find you, but then- Think of the money for this shitty little court case that means yeah. absolutely nothing, puts a wrench in the cog of everything, like, and they have to spend the resources to get you back. Good mm-hmm. luck. Yeah, not gonna happen. They have to send the uh, Santa killers after me. <laughs> so we're on the case. It's these two young ladies. And then, again, I should preface, we should preface... All people innocent till proven guilty. This is just a Raymond court. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But these women had been proven guilty of previous crimes. They were being charged with attacking a woman behind a rental car um, desk at an Avis okay. for not giving them their car. One oh, previous okay. for not having the car, available. not having the car ready. They and like then, had yeah. all their information. They had rented the car, but the car wasn't ready. So these two allegedly got, got beaten. Yeah. I got heated. Someone Affluenza, touched someone. Affluenza, maybe? Hmm? Someone scratched a neck. <laughs> someone Ooh. touched a phone, and that was, oh, yeah. someone, that was what set it off. <laughs> and then the argument on the other end is that this fight led to Smart the phone. person behind the rental agency locking them in a back room against their will. So it's How like a counter charge. Back room? Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. That means you had to chase me into the back room if I got I lock you in it. Yeah. So I got to tell you, I want to see the lady that worked at this Avis if she took on these two women and got yeah. them in a back room. When's the last time you rented an Avis? These chicks are tough. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I know they are. It's a fucking Avis. Yeah, you rent cars. It's um. So I got to tell you, the the situation's hairy until you hear previous convictions especially one of the Uh, young ladies the one from nyu previously convicted of running four people over with her car (gasps) oh jesus (laughs) (laughs) so these ladies while they might have had some strapping looking young gentlemen they uh they have a they have a history but by the way Get your friend's mom, the lawyer, to help defend you. She'll go sweet talk the judge, which she did on two occasions. The only time we saw somebody approach the bench. Right. These two young ladies let off own recognizance. Shut the fuck up. I think she actually was uh, a friend of the family. She was. Yeah, that's what she was claiming, at least. She said she was going to make sure. I know know these girls. They're not going to run away. I know the mom. All it took. Oh, I see. Yeah. Again, yeah, this is not actual court. I'm like, that's an aberration of justice. Mm-hmm. Like, no, they're they're going to be on trial soon. Yeah, they're heading to a grand jury. 
Um, but it does just take a little extra effort to sweet talk this judge. And like I said, you got him. You can see when you lit him up. Like that smile, I just went, oh, off on own recognizance. And then it's all like, judge, how are you doing today? He goes, I'm fine. It's like, oh, you could I? I just had this idea, and this is more so for Henning because he's still in New York and he could get called on jury duty. But getting out of jury duty, could you play the night court card? I watched too much and say, I witnessed this case at night court. I think she's guilty. And then you get off of too much. I'm just saying, I audited it. But Casey was saying, I saw this specific court. Oh. A couple days ago, when I was like, that's how you get out of it. In any court case you have, you say, "Well, I audited a night court, and you can plug have maybe a night court <laughs> in yes, night court exactly in night court. They will lock real you up co- in, in the hooskow as soon as they hear that first episode. <laughs> Harry T. Stone is in an altar behind that uh, judge's bench. I'm not objective. I I drew a picture for a podcast about night court. The TV show, not actual. I, I observed show. a night court as well. Then uh, you'll strike guilty. a dirty deal behind closed chambers doors. Bring me the heads of the night weirdos. <laughs> we'll have be hiding out in the mountains, and you'll find us with some behavioral sociologists. Uh, I like that you mentioned the case. We're kind of skipping around cases because our notes, my notes, are in a matchbook, and Henning's beautiful, meticulous notes were <laughs> left were, on the bureau drawer. They weren't. <laughs> Um, there all was up, a all up here. Once I write them down, they're in my in my head. There was a very sad incident that I thought, among many. Oh, by the way, we found the craven. You did. <laughs> yeah. Henning goes. Was Who's a this guy? I go. That's the goddamn craven. Looked like a. a <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a crow magnon walking around in a yes. suit. Long, <laughs> ratty hair, beard. Ill-fitting suit jacket, yeah. odd pleated jeans. Uh, oh, that's, like, it. that's it. Press badge. Cue, yeah. Cue the, the Cro-Magnon Ramba. Yes. Cue was just bone drums. Exactly. Cue the uh, ancient bones Ramba. <laughs> so let's see. We found the Craven. We got a lenient judge. Oh, and then the case where it was like, we take a break. Should we take the break and go to Misty Court? Mm-hmm. We take the break. We go to misdemeanor court. Yeah. We had the same thought. I go, Henning. Yeah. I bet all We're the ho- I bet sexy. all I bet all the hookers are over in misdemeanor court. There's <laughs> <laughs> too many drugs here. And we go over there and we walk in. There's a little more hustle bustle. Mm. The court looks a little different. The judge is wearing a robe. Mm-hmm. There we go. Nothing happened. Yeah. It was so boring. The same. It was the room was set up only. It was bizarro. Like everything was on the other side. The DA, <laughs> I leaned over, had a good one. Said Henning, Doogie Hauser, DA. It was a <laughs> young, young DA that didn't say a word because misdemeanor night court is literally. Oh, we do have one good night court. Excuse me, one good misdemeanor. Or court. if it's like lawyer mom, it's Doogie Hauser, DAMD. <laughs> what was it lawyer mom <laughs> lawyer oh, mom yeah. md lawyer, lawyer mom, mom was busy getting the girls an, a good sandwich before bed um 
as they ran over their boyfriends with a car. <laughs> Innocent until proven guilty. Poor, poor Mort- Matlock, who's like, hey, anybody can break a five? Oh, no, I'm caught under this wheel well. <laughs> Shouldn't ask for a five. Hat, hat, hat. You know he just wants some famous Amos cookies or something. That's all. He, by the way, for how long he'd been in court. Otis Spunkmeyer. For how long he'd been in court. He didn't even have a briefcase. He had a... Ratty teal and purple book bag. bag. He had a book oh, yeah. bag. He had a backpack. This guy was eighty years old. He'd been doing night court for nine for thirty years, and he had a book bag. Empty, by the way. Empty. New kids on the block. Patch. God. Um. So we're in Misty. In the eighties, that Not was a Dan lot Fielding. Is happening? Oh my god, it was. Yeah. That's Dan Fielding now. <gasps> Oh, I don't think so. He became. <laughs> I think you're both really wrong. What's his face? Oh, think, and then I think no. this guy might have been an escaped mental patient, and they're just like, let him hang out. He, he does this. Santa Claus now. It's oh, the he's chief. The, he's the gin-soaked Santa, maybe. No, I was just gonna say Santa. That bag was full of sadness. <laughs> And change. Well, not change, obviously. $5 bills. That's his That bag had a ratty book bag in it. (laughs) Just there's book bags within book bags. Hey, you want to buy a book bag? I only take change. Um, All right. Misdemeanor court. We're there. Nothing's happening because misdemeanor court is literally the cases we're first seeing are uh, $75 fine. Do you understand that uh, um, paying this fine, uh, you accept that a guilty plea, and by accepting a guilty plea, there will not be a trier. It's like the Khalif Browder case. They want to hustle people through, get them to say guilty, which is essentially a plea deal, because they want to keep the, the, the cattle call rolling. Gotcha. Until... Make money. Gotta make that money. Make that money, get it in. They say they're guilty. They waive their rights. Till our friend walks in. What up, man? <laughs> Yes, I was waiting. I was like, he's got to show up soon. So, uh, the one Was he case, Billy Joel, man? The one case we see, they bring him up. Um, by the way, they before anybody goes to see the judge, they put a screen in front of them and they give everybody's catalog by retina scans now. Mm-hmm. So it's a little oh, interesting. What? Minority report? That's what I was just going to say. Oh, and by yeah. minority, I mean minorities. Except for the Italian, because he couldn't open his eyes. He was so high on methadone. <laughs> Innocent until proven guilty. But that's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad, isn't it? I'm sorry. And he was... You, know, I was <laughs> you gonna, were so excited to say that, We don't know if it was him, because we couldn't see around the corner. But in classic reality check night court fashion... Somebody was like coming down, like had the DTs and was just retching throughout like a couple cases. Just oh, like, yeah. Your Honor, my client and we're <laughs> <laughs> just like, Oh my God, what's happening? You Somebody's see the, dying. And you see the, the redheaded stenographer look slowly over her shoulder. <laughs> yeah. They slowly start to move the other, um, they're not inmates, the other people being charged away from this person who's having a, having a rough go with the old methy dough. Oh, God, um, I'm just putting myself in that position, like, just coming off that hot oh, one, and you're awful. like, I'm sobering up? I'm in court? This isn't fun anymore. Where's Matlock? Well, oh. call back. I heard you earlier, but to the waiters that get nauseated, the whole, oh, yeah. the, oh, yeah. the catalyst, <laughs> the catalyst to that is, is that they, w- that's what they would do when they were waiters and hung over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
that was Colbert's. Like he, his gag with the other waiters would be like, "I showed up so still drunk and or disgustingly hungover. That was my bit because I was actually nauseated by talking <laughs> about food." Well, this guy didn't ruin old uh, Matlock's appetite because he uh, he still wanted that diet, Doctor Pibb. So, so one of those nutty bars, <laughs> yeah, and, and get that of, honey bun and a set of little Debbies. Um, <laughs> God, where are we? So many, so many meandering. Oh, you said uh, Retina Skins. The Misty was this guy. I, I think drugs were in it. He had multiple convictions, but his main charge was scalping tickets outside oh, yeah. of Madison Square Garden, baby. Yes. It still happens. But there's Ayo. a caveat to our friend. He oh. was also being charged with corrupting the youth right. because he was... Um, he was recruiting, recruiting homeless teens to scalp the fake tickets. What? He had a team he was getting for the him. Cross punks? Oh, like three. shut up. Like Fagin? Scalp- from, like Oliver mm. Twist? Yeah. Yep. He had a whole team underneath him. Yeah. So scalping, the fic- tickets were fake. Also, that's another count. <laughs> oh, yeah. not then- They were counterfeit tickets. You weren't getting into Mel Torme. This guy was another level. He really scumbagged you. You got to the door. Oh, I can't wait to see the Celtics play the Knicks. Oh, damn it. That homeless kid. That homeless kid that seemed so honorable, <laughs> ralphing into a into a garbage can coming off a of methadone, sold me a fake ticket. It's also for for those that don't live in New York or have not really witnessed this in New York. This is a real like you would think that this is dated and no, no one would scalp tickets. You have no idea how many people, if you go to an event, the minute you get off the subway or get on within like a two block radius, how many people are there? So it, it you would think that people would have gotten wise and no one would ever do it. Therefore, the crime would go down because no, you know, there's no money in it. But yeah, what it happens is buying all a scalped ticket the time. Guys. Exactly. I, I mean, but you have to, they, there has to be clearly. doing it because supply and demand, like there are so many people that are still doing it. I know people, there were news reports when Hamilton first came out oh, yeah. and there oh, were yeah, like, a big one. through brokers, there were like thousand dollar tickets. People were scalping fraudulent tickets and, and these families would show up and been like, I just shilled out $5,000. And they'd be like, that's your problem. No, it's just it seems like such a dated no, it does. crime, thing, but like, no, it actually happens. I don't know why. Being digital, like why would you ever? No, exactly. Why would you uh, just and, and just like the more you know type thing, like story horror stories or scam stories are just shared so much more via social media or travel sites or things like that. You would assume yeah. that people would be wise and would never do that without any insurance that it's a a legitimate ticket. I know there was a scam with going back to the Hamilton stuff. One of the most brilliant scams, real tickets. People weren't looking. It was real tickets from the day before. Oh, shit. So legit, like scan. So you would see a real ticket. But really, how many people, if they're, if they're, Mm -hmm scalping tickets if they're getting one just in the hopes of trying to get one they didn't get the lottery one or the other yeah how many people would you look at the date that's true you just be like i got it we got one yep from it was a huge thing there was a scalper that was doing that and it was i was like what a genius scheme what an asshole but clever real tickets yeah wrong date 
yesterday's show. Scumbag. I don't know how this guy is still doing it, but it, he had quite a rap sheet that yeah. the state's oh, really? attorney read off. And this was this was like the only one the judge is saying, own recognizance? Mm, no, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, boy. I don't think so. So that's our Misty. We make our way. That was definitely the B team. Felonies, where mm-hmm. it's at for all you night court want to goers <laughs> we walk back into felony can't get enough we gotta we gotta like the decision is made basically because i really want to see if they ask us to please rise at 1 a.m <laughs> yeah. i really want to wait it out it's probably about midnight now and i'm like we gotta do the hour i want to see if they ask us to rise for the judge to leave so we walk into um uh fell Fell court, felony court, to hear this. There's a case going on. At the, <laughs> Let the, him consult the, his the, notes. The DA, the prosecuting DA, is retelling, like I said, what happens when these people talk to the officer and don't just shut their mouth. And we hear, I didn't hit my mother. Or the, we hear her say, he told the officer, I didn't hit my mother, but I do have her wallet. <laughs> I go, oh boy oh boy sure enough there's a you know part of what they were doing is they were doling out um doling out what? restraining orders so restraining oh, orders yeah. and this was a weird Got one it. this was a sitcom of sadness waiting to happen because they're like your mother now is a restraining order against you yeah. i know you live together I don't know what to tell you after that. I was like, oh my god, this isn't going to go well. You cannot have contact with your mother. No texting, no email. Cut to the odd couple. <laughs> right. Of We're going to paint down the middle of the living room. <laughs> and then we're going to fight over that restraining order. It's not paint, it's duct tape. And this is where you could see some shystering by the, uh, the lawyer who's like, He's not going to turn around for you right now, Your Honor, but under his hair, he has scratches from his mother. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, you lawyer. I love nothing, but don't get me wrong. I love a good red-nosed lawyer. It's gotten me out of quite a few jams." I kept oh, telling yeah. Henning, "I was like, I don't know how Henning, I don't know how I stayed out of that He's side of the a, road. Out of us, more of a pick, more pickles than his liver is pickled. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there's a little break into which Henning and I have a discussion about the audio in the courtroom. We talk about maybe bringing devices next time." For to help us here, telescopic. Uh, we can't think of the name of it. We come up like. with the name audioscopic versus telescopic. We have a long conversation on the word tele and what it means, and we determine that tele <laughs> comes from the Latin word tele, meaning telus, as in telephone. Tell us on the phone. All right, we're going back here. <laughs> That's true, because Socrates had a telephone. <laughs> right, of Say, course. Come closer, tell us. Yeah, tell us. Here, yeah, telephone. All right, getting <laughs> back to it. We had a lull. Let's see. Ooh, I think... Henning, back me up. Did you hear a gavel bang once? Uh, no. I think I heard a gavel bang, but it so might have been somebody in a domestic dispute outside the courtroom. I'm not sure. <laughs> might have been a clink from back in the... The Let's prison. see. Uh, From some guy hitting his mom? Oh, no. We talked about the vending machine change. We've discussed Matlock's shoes. Uh, oh, I'm running out of space here. We talked about the judge um, lipping how much he hated the noob. The newbie. Um, let's see. 
bail. We're getting there. There was a really kind of a sad case, but it was salacious right off the beginning because this guy got caught with 52 bags of crack. And Ooh, I was like, shit. oh, my God, this is a movie. Juicy. This is like how shit goes wrong because the, the, the lawyer was telling the story. And this was a big dude. And he actually ended up – he had a football – he was playing football for the University of Maryland on a full scholarship. His mom mm-hmm. got sick from the lawyer's story, by yeah. the way. Mom got sick. He had to come back to New York and take care of her. And now he's dealing with this uh, $10,000 bail. So he couldn't pay that. Uh, oh, this one's gross. You didn't even see this one, Henning. I was saving this one for you. They had a Spanish translator in there. He translated a couple um, cases. And then, he w- and then he went and sat down. And he sat to my right. Henning was to my left. And he pulled out a jar of lip balm. And what do you think happened? Uh, he was out. He wasn't out. He had lip balm. He applied lip balm? Yeah. He applied lip balm with the back of his pinky finger. Dipped Ugh. the back of his finger and put it back. on backwards. That's night that's court for you. cleaner than your regular finger? I don't know. It was disgusting. It was There was a guy retching to my left into a <laughs> trash can, and I was uh, heaving because this guy was putting on <laughs> lip balm using his fingernail. All right. That's so, a natural applicator. So now it gets it gets fun. Henny and I get to feel a little hot shot. It's coming down one o'clock, as I tell you. People are uh, winding down. I see the judge looking over at his computer screen, kind of looking at the clock. We see the lawyers really start to look at the clock. The bailiffs the whole time have been starting to pull people out, like for their cases, and now the door is sealed. They're like one case left. We're not going yeah. past one o'clock. And then one of the lawyers looks at us and goes, "Hey." You two reporters? Because we've been writing in our notebooks. And we go, nah, nah, nah. She goes, what? You're writing stuff down, though. We go, hey, we're just observing. <laughs> so we got to feel real. We were cravings, essentially. We got to feel real. We got to feel a part of. Cause, oh, and then what does she mouth? You got, who do you guys work for? Brooklyn Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they've been around for a hundred years. She says quietly, and by the way, as night court gets closer to one o'clock, it gets a little looser. Oh, yeah. She she yeah. mouths to us when we say like, I give her like a finger like clock. Now just observing, wink. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> she so gives freaky. us a yeah, observing this shit show. Right. Oh yeah. Boom. Oh man, flirty, horny for Lorny. I and by the way, I <laughs> one day on night court it will come to me. I know her. I don't know where I know her. I don't know if I know her in person, if I've crossed her back in my drinking days, if I know her from my sober days. I do know this woman, but I might also know her from some kind of legal documentary. Snafu. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, like I might have seen her on TV. She was like one of the she was she could handle herself in night court. Which by the way, yeah. for the exact reason when I did the uh like and mm-hmm. we had the back and forth, I uh, almost uh, found uh, her after court cuz we were walking Matumbo? out together. I almost walked out after court and I almost went, "Hey, where do I know you from?" But I was like, "They're going to lock me up if I say another word to this person outside of court as we're walking out." Yeah. So we walk out. And she was out of there like a bolt anyway. Everybody was out of there like a goddamn, you couldn't run fast enough, like the building was on fire. 
except for Annie and I, as they're all walking by, taking pictures yeah. next to the cafeteria side. Still, still basking in the glow of night court. Oh, oh like we're like we're Albanian tourists. <laughs> yeah. This is where they eat the potatoes. Oh yeah, we come for the night court. We just got it. What are your big breasted American women? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Real as she show. <laughs> um, so we take our pictures. We see the cafeteria. It's closed for. It's been closed since Night Court ended at 1991. <laughs> uh, and we leave. We see all the lawyers and everyone that work at Night Court immediately light a cigarette. And our friend, you know, <laughs> our friend Matlock digging in the the corner <laughs> dumpster for cans. <laughs> uh, and that was our Night Court experience. We got it in. Sounds. Sounds worthy of a Night Court episode. Yeah. There's your special crossover, Jerk Practice Night Courtian episode. Mm. If you I liked had... this one, check mm. us out on Jerk Practice. We didn't hear a lot of Jerk Practice here, though. Nah. Jerks do it's Night official. Court. It's about Night Court. It is a Night Court. I had three yeah. interesting observations <laughs> that oh didn't God. fit anywhere else. Hit not em. in this story. One, this is your the... top three, Henning? Your three? The three? <laughs> To they, pony off of their ten questions last week? Give them the Ramba three. Not stories, <laughs> just observations. This is what happens in Night Court. The, every one of them came out and still had their hands behind their back as if they were still handcuffed, though none of them were. Really? Do you think that was an institutionalized thing, or they bailiff or were they just conditioned? told him, like, don't or, mess with your hands? Oh, that's how you stand if you want to get a lighter bail? I Maybe. don't know. I don't know. But you're the good observation. Good observation. Number one. Two, they all get Metro cards as soon as they're done. If they're yes. released on their own recognizance, they come back up to the the court, the rope, and someone, their defense attorney, hands them a, a Metro card to get wherever That's they nice. want over the court. Unless your defense attorney is Matlock, and he, <laughs> he keeps yeah. Basically, that answer is true. Somebody else had to get one of his. He tries to trade them for change for the vending machine. He's down in the subway going uh, two dollar swipe, two dollar, two dollar. That's not a joke. I don't think he's looking in the dumpster for a metro card to get himself home. Another good observation. Yeah, the metro card um, quandary. Agreed. And three, the I found funny the sheer amount of lazily. Lazily thrown rubber bands yes. inside the light fixtures from when what? Night Court is winding down and everyone's Do so they, like, bored. Sh- shoot them into the. <laughs> so picture the light fixtures are these big upside down bowls, big hanging uh-huh. chandeliers, course, yeah. but they're solid. And Henning points up and he's like, look up there. And they are full, full of, of rubber, rubber bands. bands. So it's like, <laughs> when is this happening? So funny. That people are laying on their backs in night court, <laughs> shooting rubber bands, hundreds of them, up into... And one hangs right over the judge, and it's the fullest. <laughs> yeah. Judge Harry! Yes! Oh, that Harry Anderson was there, too. <laughs> because Sexual he had an assault. Of weed. <laughs> no joke mom. <laughs> my mom scratched my neck, look. Pick a card, it's guilty. Um... Yeah, good observations. Yeah, that's a great point. Night Court was... Would you go back, Henning? Let's gavel bang Night Court, or visit to Night Court. <laughs> would you go back? How many gavel bangs? Oh, I don't have anything else to compare it to. I, okay, compared to the time I had to sit 
wondering if I'm going to do jury duty for entire day. Oh, this fuck gets that, yeah. Eight gavel bangs. Okay, compared would, to that, yeah. much more enjoyable. I would give it nine compared to the fucking time I had downtown <laughs> Brooklyn is the worst. I'll give your guys' rend- rendition for us a ten. Ooh. Ah, thanks. Thanks. I will say Henning. Uh, five for each of you, and do you guys have change for those fives? Yes. <laughs> do you have change for these gavel bangs? Here's my comment on gavel bangs. Um, Which there were none. There were. I think I heard a little soft one. Just as a little <laughs> teaser. It was um, like a punch in the garbage ghost can gavel he was puking into. No, no rise for your I love that honor, Hans no is now bang. hearing phantom gavel bangs. He needs it. You need it at least something. I'm leaving New York, which is which is part of me like it's sad why I didn't do this a little more. And the reason I say that, Henny, is because I'm going to give old Night Court what it certainly used to be and why they got the idea for this show a 10. And you know why I know it was a 10? Because back then they didn't have the the metal detectors. And everybody brought in a box cutters apparently because in <laughs> on the backs of the benches is some sweet graffiti, including right in front of us to the left is a boner, a flaccid. Well, no, so it's not a boner, but a, a half hard boner with instead of a a penis tip, a fingernail, <laughs> <laughs> or just a poorly drawn penis. Whatever. Don't take it away from me, Henning. There's a penis with a fingernail head. <laughs> and that's old night court to me. That's back when back you know, the pinky. The real You've also thinking old night court like real night court, not TV show night court. That was a place that was open all night yes. and warm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're turning like when you are like they don't there's not street walkers anymore in right. the, the volume but like that well, there used to be. And I've never been to New York Night Court, but I would also assume that a lot has changed as recently as nine eleven because when I was working my four to midnight shifts and stuff which was not before nine yeah. eleven. Like, no, I'm just thinking like I forget I had I did not go, but I had friends that went. And I feel Right, it was your friend I feel who- like it was more restrictive than just the metal detectors. Right. So maybe it's maybe it's gone like cuz that was right ooh, when did I start? That was years ago. So like mm-hmm. 10 years ago. So I bet you that it was at a peak after 9/11 and mm-hmm. that it's it's slowly reverting back. Because cool. I feel like it was a lot like you had to sign in. We're back to classic as as far as we're we getting go. there. We're getting back to classic. We're, what's what's happened? We, no classic night court. Well, what's happened there? What do you mean? Sorry, we're, we're almost not almost out of time. We got fourteen minutes left. How do you know that it. it's going up? Oh, down here, I'm an idiot. I'm it's an idiot. Up. I'm an idiot. <laughs> That's my voice. It seems to go up every time I speak. No, I was all right. I'm I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I'll, I'll definitely cut that out because I want to. <laughs> I want to sound smart. <laughs> Um, no, that's right, okay. Right. I I was rambling because I was looking at your face. Like, does Hans not understand what I'm saying? No, no. I was like, so we were talking about we're on like a parameter because we have so much space. Blah blah blah. And I was looking at how much time we've been recording versus how much time we have left. So I was like, what's happened? It's giving us more time. <laughs> so I was looking we at the nothing. reverse. <laughs> how many episodes have we done? So gavel bang, my gavel bang, the reality of the situation. Hey man, I'm woke, by the way. This shit needs to get re-examined. 
Everybody yeah. is there because of their social situation and because of his dumb drug charges. Except for my man Scalpy. Um, <laughs> and uh, but also, like, just I don't know. I don't know. I think the public defender thing has to get real. Like that is not. I, I don't know what to say about that. It's really They're not up to snuff. It's not up to snuff. If anything, we've mm. said there. It's like it. It doesn't. It doesn't capture. Like like they're there, and I guess in in another aspect, it's like I don't know. To me, that's that's privilege, though, right? That's the the concept of privilege. Like I'm looking at it from the outside and not understanding the perspective of how important it is to have somebody even to be there to argue. To get your bail, but it looked real like people were getting real rail roaded here. Uh, I already gave you my now to the real the real goods. I gave you my gavel bang on penis stuff <laughs> on the graffiti, the scratchiti. Uh, that's a ten. That was a great hog. And uh, let's see, so one ten in my experience with Henning. I had fun. We had some jokes. We had some laughs. Giving it a hard nine for sure. And would I go back to night court? The answer is yes. I would give it some time. I want to go when it's but... cold out. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Seasonal that makes sense to me. What's up with that? Oh, so you might run into a gin-soaked Santa? Yes, I want to see Santa Claus. Or and I just what? feel like... All right. The crazies the... come out in the cold? Here's the two night courts I want to go. The coldest day of the year. And you know what the best one might <laughs> be? Hottest Fucking day hottest. of the year. Yeah. When that city's just sizzling. I want to feel the have steam think, coming off that great. I would yeah. say August would be primo time because how much crime, like weird crime happens when people just go crazy due to the heat. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Go on a full moon. Yeah, I would definitely oh, yeah. say... Ooh, nah, no, Henning, oh. you said it. No. The ocean controls the moon. <laughs> <laughs> in backwards world uh what hey, was i gonna Casey say would have have different types of bartending shifts when it was a full moon like he oh, would no, yeah. yeah he would get the crazies oh yeah that, that's that's true Annie. don't be such a skeptic on the real <laughs> things of life you want you want hard science it's empirical evidence henning i was in the shit yeah he was in the weeds that's how you can tell it's a full anecdotal moon. Yeah. at best but i also think <laughs> by the way it was hot as hell in there right henning uh, I didn't notice. No. I, my butt cheeks it was musty. got sticky. It was musty. I'll tell you that. I, my jeans well, were too tight. Scr- I wore my fancy scr- jeans. Scr- and it oh. was that drinking horn. We didn't even talk hat, about hat, the potential hat. Dan Fielding with the the kind of cool pompadour with the bald spot and the, yeah. the long tie <laughs> nice. shirt tucked into the jeans. It seemed like the most- Sneakers. We call him that. He kind of looked the part and he was the most competent. He was a little competent, yeah. <laughs> Just a little competent. Well, slightly. <laughs> Uh, I will say the coldest day of the year is probably good because you do get a few more observers into the old mm. seats. Yeah, you want you're going for the gallows. Yeah, I see. Yeah, a lot uh, of pre-law students all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. You're wearing seven neckties. <laughs> oh, I'm in school <laughs> and cold. Oh, sorry, we don't have names to give people. They're not, you know, the judge. I should. I like the judge. I'm a fan of the judge. No shitty jokes, Harry. Take let take note. <laughs> Just a nice, kind oh, yeah. smile. Like you said, Uncle Phil. Mm-hmm. Warm true eyes. True. And open up that cafeteria for that, for if anything, just so Matlock can get some goddamn sustenance. 
and and some it. change, please. <laughs> All right, there it was. That was good. All right. The night is long and full of weirdos. Gentlemen, have a good night. Court. Court. Next week, Matlock will be on. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. All right, there was the JPNC Jerk Practice Night Court crossover episode. Uh, Thanks for listening. If you're listening on the Jerk Practice feed and you dig it, go ahead and go check out Have a Good Night Court and flip it and reverse it. Uh, If you're listening on Have a Good Night Court, go check out our mother pod, Jerk Practice, and get buckets more of hen dignity uh let's see we got a we got a blog it's jerkpractice.com and we also are on facebook at jerkpracticepod and i think that's about it everybody so we love you and nothing you can do about it court is that like obama no spicy mild night court hat hat what? Oh, all right. Jesus. Sorry. All right, it's off. All right, there. Uh... Okay, nobody please rise for the honorable judge. Nice. Stay seated. All right, where did I put my glasses here? All right. Uh, oh, there they are. Let me just... Uh... Let me just get him here. Let me see what we're dealing with. There we go. All right, it's docket 49565, the state versus Ramirez. Judge. Proceed, Mrs. District Attorney. Your Honor, the state has charged Mr. Ramirez with uh, possession of a weapon, uh, possessing an eighth of marijuana, and recruiting scummers with intent to scalp tickets. We ask that bail be set at $15,000. Mr. Mitlock, what do you have to say on behalf of your client? Well, Your Honor, I may just be a simple city lawyer, but you see, my client, Mr. Um, now what's your name, son? Ramirez, man! Come on! Right, right. Well, I ask that Mr. Ramirez be released here on his own recognizance. I mean... I mean, even look at me, Your Honor. Look at my shoes. Look at my suit. I got my my little uh, Hello Kitty backpack over there. I mean, and then look at him, Your Honor. He's filthy. It's, it's sad. Uh, are you Italian, son? No, man. Come on. Right, right. Well, my client couldn't get $5 bills together. I mean, or uh, he couldn't even get $4 bills and four quarters, you know. Oh, man, he probably couldn't even get one dollar bill, twelve quarters, and ten dimes. Could you? Hey, man, what's going on? What's your point, Mr. Mitlork? Get on with it. Uh, What I'm saying here, Your Honor, is my client clearly cannot get the outrageous $15,000 that the state is asking. Plus, he's also a good local boy. He's full of scratches on his neck from his nasty Aunt Celeste, and... Okay, Mr. Ramirez, you've got a good lawyer there in Mr. Mitlork. I'm releasing you on your own recognizance. 
Uh, uh, thank you, Miss y Your Honor. Thank you. Uh, now, I guess ju just one last thing. Yes, but it better be important. You have one strike, Mitlork. Oh, 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 it is. It is, Your Honor. It is. You got change for a five? Van Van Oswald. <laughs> oh, that's not a bad you. thing. That's a good thing. I agree. That's not, that I agree with that's, not, <laughs> that's not a good nickname. Lee Harvey had parents too. <laughs> he did. They loved him. Are there any good Harveys? Anti-communist over here putting. We got, there are good Harveys. My grandfather. Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. Oh, oh, you no, know he he's. Ducks. Grabbed a few peas. <laughs> yeah, we day. know about Harvey Keitel. No good. She's bringing it yeah, back. Harvey's, Harvey Van Heel's a good guy. Harvey's got a resurgence. That's why Harvey's there. You got to give him the. Harvey's coming back now. Yeah. Pulling it back. She's going to turn Starting it around. Starting with Georgia. She's got the yoke around oh. her neck. She's going to save 